Welcome to the American Happiness Project. I'm Michelle Wax, and I travel throughout the USA interviewing Americans from all walks of life on how they reach happiness and fulfillment in their everyday lives, and most importantly, how you can too. Get ready, get excited, we're about to begin. Hello everyone, welcome back to another solo episode. Before we jump into today, I want to announce that if you are in the New England or Boston area, I'm going to be hosting an in-person workshop in the South End on November 11th, really for those that have been feeling stuck or burnt out in your current life and you want to create more purpose and more joy and overall just more life in in the everyday. So would love to have you join. If you're interested, head to our site, American-Happiness.com. It's going to be in the south end of Boston, and I'm really excited to gather together to form some community and connection with other awesome people in an awesome energy. As you know, with the solo episodes, I like to introduce you to a concept or an idea that kind of goes against the norm of how most of the world thinks, right? Or kind of how we've been taught or conditioned to believe it has to be. And the more that I have leaned into shifting my mindset, shifting my beliefs to what feels true to me and to the life that I want to live, It's made a tremendous impact in my life to really create more of that meaning, more of those positive emotions, that joy, that energy, that alignment that I think many of us are craving in in day-to-day life. And I want to share a little bit of how American Happiness Project really came to be and a little bit deeper into my personal journey. If you've listened to other podcast interviews that I've been on, you might have gotten a glimpse of this, but today we're going to get into really the personal journey behind starting American Happiness Project, what I was doing before, really how I kind of did a 180, and how if you've been feeling a pull to try something new, to create more of that meaning, create more of that fulfillment, I've been hearing a lot in chatting with people that their jobs just aren't as fulfilling as they used to be, right? Or maybe they never were. And the fact that it's okay to make that shift, maybe it seems impractical, maybe it doesn't even make financial sense completely, right? But for some reason, you keep feeling that pull, or it's exciting, or it's drawing you in. And I'm going to get into exactly how on my journey, listening to that pull, listening to that spark, that flicker of excitement can be really, really powerful. So if you head to our website today, right, Present Day American Happiness Project, we've worked with all these amazing companies, we've chatted with thousands of people, right, we have all this amazing press, right, all these amazing resources, and I'm really, really proud of what we've built with it to really provide the tools to create more joy, energy, and fulfillment in the everyday. But a couple years ago, none of this existed, right? None of this was even an idea out there in the world. And it's, it's really powerful what you can create when you start to follow those sparks and those ideas that excite you. So let me take you back a couple years. American Happiness Project was founded in 2018. And before that, I was an entrepreneur in the food industry. So I, I had started taking you even, even farther back, right? I graduated from UConn. And I went into the tech space. So I was working at a tech company in Boston for a few years and started a cookie company on the side of that full-time job. 
So I was doing kind of the classic entrepreneurship side side company uh, route, if you will, where I would wake up early, bake the cookies, ship them out, right? Do things like branding and marketing and promotion at night. And on weekends, I was doing farmers markets and events really to get the word out for that company. And it came to a point where I'd kind of reached the capacity of what I could produce in the current kitchen I was in and really, you know, working a full-time job as well. And I was at this point where I could have kept going and I could have been fairly comfortable, right, working this full-time job and having this side income as well, but I wanted more, right? And I felt that pull and it was scary. It was uh, it was nerve-wracking, but I felt the pull to really go full force on the cookie company, which was called Kitchen Millie. And I remember calling up my brother, my younger brother, and he was saying, you know, you got to try this. You got to try to make it work because you can always get another job. And I think that's important to remember is that there are so many opportunities. There are so many different paths we can take. But very often, if maybe you fall off course or if this company hadn't worked out, right? Normally, you can get back to a fairly okay place, right? It might take a couple months or a year, right? But normally, you can get back to a place of feeling okay. And I think that's important to remember if you do want to make any type of change or any type of shift in your life. If everything kind of goes down the gutter, most often you can come back to roughly the same place you were, right? So I didn't really have much to fall back on, right? Like I think a lot of people don't necessarily have that safety net. I was a couple years out of college. I had a little bit of savings. I had student loans. I had rent. I had car payments, right? All the typical expenses that most people have. And it was nerve-wracking to really take that leap and commit to the belief in myself and belief in the company. And it was something that looking back, I'm, I'm so extremely grateful and happy that my previous self had that belief to move forward. But it is kind of a, a daring jump sometimes to start anything new, whether it be a company or whether it be making a shift in your career or ending a relationship or moving somewhere, right? Or really just doing anything new. And so those feelings are, are normal, but I found that when you tap into that excitement and you really listen into yourself, you get quiet, really the answers come through pretty powerfully. And I knew that if I didn't try, I would likely regret it for the rest of my life if I didn't make some type of shift. And so what, what ended up happening, I was able to grow that company, right? Six-figure company, had a team I was working with, ended up opening a second company with my co-founder in Arlington, Massachusetts. That was a kitchen incubator for other small businesses. So we were able to help other food companies start and grow their companies, which was awesome because, you know, I had made a lot of mistakes starting out with Kitchen Million, the cookie company, and it was really great to be able to share that knowledge and uh, hopefully help other people avoid those mistakes. So I reached this point where both of these companies were successful, right? Objectively looking in, you would have thought, wow, she's doing really well, right? She should be super happy. And I reached this point where I wasn't in a dark, dark place, but I found myself every day waking up with stress, with worry, with 
all of those very normal emotions of, of uncertainty, right, of self-doubt. And I didn't understand what was happening because my entire life up until that point, I had really been taught and sold by things outside of myself, right, that you work hard, you go after what you want, and then you'll be happy. And I think very often we reach this point where we have worked hard, right? We have made certain sacrifices. We have really put ourselves out there. And we've gotten to that place where we thought we wanted to be at. And it turns out that it's a little lackluster, right? Or it's not as fulfilling as we thought it would be. And I was at this point where objectively looking in, right, I knew that I had a lot of good things in my life. But I wasn't feeling that internal happiness and that internal fulfillment that I thought I would be at that point, right, of reaching that quote-unquote success. thought I would be a lot happier. And of course, I felt guilty about that, right? I knew objectively there was a lot of good. But I think so often we can objectively know that, right? We can objectively look in and say, wow, okay, this is going pretty good. This is going okay. But to feel that internal happiness, that's a whole nother animal. And that's something that I started to tap into in 2017. So for about a year and a half, I had this really antsy feeling inside me, right? I was feeling very stuck in what I was doing. I really believed at that time, and looking back now, it seems a little bit silly, but I really believed at that time that I would be stuck in what I was doing forever. I really didn't see any way of getting out of it, right? People knew me as the cookie lady, right? People knew me as as being really ingrained in this food community in Boston. And I didn't see how I could make any type of shift. I really didn't see it. And so I'm feeling really antsy, right, in my life and just feeling kind of stuck. And I didn't know at the time what area of my life it was, right? At the time I was in a long-term relationship, I thought it was that, right? I didn't know if it was the business. I didn't know if it was something else happening in my life. And I really went through this shift at the end of 2017, early 2018, where I mixed things up quite a bit. So I started to take a look at what do I really enjoy? What have I enjoyed in my life? What has made me feel excited and fulfilled And really those feelings that I want to ideally be feeling every single day. And this seems like a simple exercise, right? But how often do we actually think about that? I think it's easy to kind of get stuck in what we're doing and in the motions and of what we think we should be doing and really the practicality of it. But if I was really being honest with myself, I didn't really want to live a practical life, right? And I saw this great quote the other day. And I might botch the actual wording of it, but when you ask someone what their dream is, rarely it's a practical response, right? When we think about our dreams, no one really has practical dreams, right? If you really get honest with yourself about your dream life, most people wouldn't consider it practical. And I I, I loved that quote. And, And looking back, you know, in that early 2018, I started to do a lot of self-awareness work, right? And start to look into things like personal development, things like positive psychology, right? Things like how do I improve my mindset? And 
it really resonated with me. It resonated with me so deeply, more than really anything I had ever done. And I was just so fascinated by this concept that we could shift our brain's way of really interpreting what's happening around us to create more joy, create more fulfillment, create more energy and excitement around what we're doing every single day and really create more meaning in it as well. And on July 5th of 2018, the day after 4th of July, I was still running the food companies, right? Thankfully, I had a great team working with me as well. And I had this vision in my mind that I had never had before. And I I was sitting on my couch. It's the day after 4th of July, right? And I was thinking about, wow, I love to travel. I love to talk to people and hear how everyday people are really making their lives better. Because I think so often what gets highlighted is people that are famous or they're financially well off, right? And it just doesn't seem attainable. It doesn't seem like something we could get to easily. And so that's why I love chatting with everyday people. And while I was running the food companies, I had interviewed entrepreneurs in the consumer goods space to write a book called The Attainable Dream, really how everyday people are creating companies and creating the lives that they want to live. I've always had this fascination around compiling stories and compiling perspectives. So I'm sitting on my couch and I have this this vision of me traveling around the country, filming and really creating a video compilation of those stories, of those perspectives on on how people are creating happier and more fulfilling lives. And the feeling of it was so strong that I couldn't ignore it. And thank God I didn't ignore it, right? How often do we have ideas that are easy to ignore or they don't seem practical or you can't really see how it could possibly come to fruition, right? Maybe the market's oversaturated, right? Quote, unquote. Maybe it doesn't seem like you have the resources or the experience or the funds right now to make it happen. But There's power in following through on an idea, no matter how small it is. There's power behind the intention of it, no matter how small it is. And that's why it's so important to follow those sparks, those flickers of excitement, those flickers of an idea that something could be different for you in your life. So I had this idea and I very quickly started putting together, you know, how could I make this happen? And that's something I I have built over time, the ability to create something from nothing. That's something that I definitely have gotten good at over time through running different companies, through creating different marketing ideas and different promotions and really bootstrapping uh, my way through building the companies. And so I started to put together, you know, a budget for how can I make this happen? Getting very practical and logistic with it, starting to put together, okay, how could I get the funds to do this, right? I decided to run a Kickstarter to fund part of the documentary filming. And as you likely know, if, if you've been following, right? So the documentary that started the American Happiness Project was filmed in 2019, February to May of 2019, traveled to all 50 states, interviewing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people on how they're creating more happiness and fulfillment in their daily lives. 
And a fun fact about the documentary filming was that I never once asked if someone was happy. Never. Because I'm more intrigued by the how behind it. How are they creating this happiness? How are they creating this fulfillment? And we'll get into the documentary filming journey in another episode to go deeper on it. But what ended up happening is that after I came back to Boston in uh, the summer of 2019 after filming, I had this moment where I knew I had to, again, just like what I did with the cookie company of going full force on it, right? And making it, making it something more. I knew I had to do that with American Happiness Project. And so I ended up selling the food companies and really building out, again, creating something from nothing, resources and workshops and programs that individuals and companies and organizations could really share with their teams and help create more of the happiness, create more of the fulfillment, fulfillment, create more energy, right? All of those more positive emotions by these small shifts in mindset and really the findings that were found in doing all of these interviews. And so a question that I get asked quite frequently is, say that you want to try something new or say you want to create a new type of life, a new type of being, right? Where you're feeling more energized, you're feeling more excited, you're just feeling more alive day to day. How do you know the right path to take? And I always encourage people to start really, really small. So first off, you can do a self-awareness exercise on thinking about the last times in your life that you felt fulfilled or you felt excited or just really alive, right? When was the last time you felt really alive? What were you doing? Who were you with, right? What season was it? Try to get really detailed behind that. And then if you've been having an idea or an inkling or something that intrigues you, it's best to take action on it daily. So when I started to feel antsy in running the food companies, right? Feel stuck in it, just really wanted to get out of it. I started to daily shift my energy into more of the happiness world that I'm now in. So I would read books, I would listen to content, right? Podcasts, listen to or watch videos, right? I I started attending conferences that were in that space. And I started to really craft a mindset and create a vision of the person that I wanted to become. And this is not easy a lot of the times, right? Because what feels comfortable and familiar, we often go back to, right? We feel safer there. We feel like there's more security there, even though there might not actually be. And it takes work on your mindset and on cultivating beliefs to really become that person in your mind first. And that's something that I have discovered over the course of time is that whatever I've created, whether it be the food companies, whether it be the book, whether it be the documentary, whether it be American Happiness Project as a whole, I had to become that person. I had to create that life in my mind before it ever showed up in my actual 
real world existence. And people very often underestimate the power of your mind and the power of mindset because your mind is always changing. You can always create new beliefs. You can always build more confidence. You can always build more skills. Your brain adapts very, very quickly. It's just setting the intention and taking the action steps to get there. And very often you have to have some accountability. It's helpful to have support in that journey. And that's something that if you're interested in, that's what I offer working one-on-one with people. If you want to make a change, if you're feeling stuck or unfulfilled and you want to tap into that potential where you feel it kind of bubbling underneath the surface, you know there's something more. You might not know what exactly that is just yet, but you know you're meant for something more. That's where I can help because I've done this time and time again. So definitely reach out, uh, send me a message on Instagram or send me a message on LinkedIn or an email from our website. Reach out, let me know, would love to chat and see where I can help. But to wrap up today's episode, I really want to encourage you all to follow that spark. What is it that you can't get out of your mind, right? What is it that you keep going back to, that you keep gravitating towards? Maybe it's a certain person on social media that you really resonate with. Very often the people that we gravitate towards or the people we admire in our lives, it's reflecting something that's within us already, that is our untapped potential. And that's why you resonate with them. That's why you admire them. So pay attention to that. If there's been something you want to do, but you feel as though you're not good enough, you feel as though you don't have the resources, you don't have the experience, you can absolutely create or do anything that you would like to do in this life. It all starts with the mindset and cultivating the belief and the confidence that you can do it. And that's a wrap for today's episode. Make sure to check out our free resources online at www.american-happiness.com. Feel free to follow us on Instagram as well, at American Happiness Project. See you soon.